Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. What up, New England MMA, combat sports, and just general fans of sports in general? It is The Room Podcast. Do we have sound? Do we have sound? I got to kind of wait until uh, my promo uh, entry video gets done, and then I can actually hear my voice and make sure there's no echo. I think I set everything up uh, the way... Uh, it needs to be set up. I have Nick Marcello from New England Combat Sports coming on to talk about some events. Let me listen. Let me listen right here. Excellent. Excellent. See, we are live and uh, we have sound. So it's a good it's a good night so far in the room podcast. I got a green light, which means my feed is strong. So there shouldn't be any skips. Uh, hopefully... I get to call these guys in live and they'll be on the screen. I think I did that right. Uh, a lot of checkpoints I must check off here. I am looking for a producer. I am in talks with somebody that does train at Reg uh, Re uh, <laughs> oh, Regiment Training Center in Fall River. I talked to this dude and Aaron kind of hooked me up with him. Aaron Hughes hooked me up with him. And uh, he's going to come down. He's going to teach me some stuff. He's going to get shit going on here. And he's going to be able to stream this podcast on like six different, excuse me, platforms at a time. Uh, I like to say hi to Aaron Hughes is live, uh, is on right now. I got something to say about Aaron in a minute. We have Nick Marcello coming on at, uh, what time is it? Let's say about eight minutes because I want to get a couple of things out before Nick comes on. So um, I'll just let him know. Uh, so... Shout out to Aaron Hughes for a big win this uh, this past weekend. Megan Marie, what up? Uh, William Jones, my race car uh, buddy there. And uh, Chris Montel, big uh, Fall River is in the house. So first, I guess I'll kick it off with Aaron Hughes. Aaron Hughes had his pro debut this past, I think it was Friday night. Yeah, because we had um, Thursday night. We were in Philadelphia. And then we came home Friday and watched Aaron destroy somebody in the cage in Fucking Tennessee. I do believe it was Tennessee. So let me just get that picture up. I do have a picture of Aaron. Um, and uh, Regiment Training Center put up uh, you know, a post about Aaron winning. In the second round, TKO finish. Congratulations, Aaron. Man, you destroyed that kid. Um, he just wanted out, and you, you put him out. Uh, TKO in the second round, early second round. Aaron gets his first professional MMA win in his debut in another state that's huge for a promotion which this guy uh i would imagine it's kind of his home turf so congratulations aaron and also aaron will be in studio with me next week uh to recap that night and um talk about jorgen de castro who will be fighting this weekend saturday night i do have a poster of him also i'm trying to get through this fast because um, I started a little late. So let me get that up there. Jorgen DeCastro and William Knight fight this fucking Saturday night. I do have the uh, the Tapology fight card there. Uh, not necessarily the order uh, the fights will be in, but I would imagine it's kind of um, that way. So um, uh, William Knight's fight's been um, postponed twice. I do believe his uh, former opponent had um, got COVID, so... They had to postpone the fight, and then something happened with William. I'm not sure if he got COVID or was a COVID protocol, but that fight was scrapped. <clears throat> and then he just got a whole new opponent, which is happening um, this Saturday night. And uh, Jorgen, too. Jorgen is in uh, the the in there for his third fight. He's looking for his second win. He's 1-2 and two in the uh, UFC. He desperately needs this fight, and uh, I believe he's going to get it done. So uh, congratulations for... These two guys going to war. Two, um, you know, heavyweight, light heavyweight, uh, representing New England <clears throat> and going to kick ass this Saturday night. So big things for that. Saturday night, we got a lot to watch for UFC. And then, never mind that. Well, not never mind that. But um, Friday night, we got John Duma versus Mr. Smith here. William Smith, who is an awesome guy. John Duma, an awesome guy. Two New England uh, prospects, both coming off losses in their last Bellator uh, fights. 
this is a big, big fight for these two guys. Um, it's a great fight for New England. It's keeping two of our fighters active. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's, they're on the rebound, these two guys. So uh, kudos to these guys. It'll be Friday night. It will be on the pre preliminary card. I do believe it will be on YouTube. So tune in and watch that. Uh, what's up, Steve Brady? What's going on? So what else we got here? So, um, oh, one more, a couple more things. Let me just uh, message uh, Nick here. Five minutes. I'll tell him five minutes. What time? Yeah, five minutes. Five minutes, bro. I got to put this lower. And uh, not to put her on the spot, but John Duma's mom is tuning in right now. Ronnie, she's awesome. Met her at CES a couple of times. Do have a group picture with her and her husband and uh, I think John's brother and cousins and everyone else over there. So um, all cool. So uh, what else we got here? So Travis, Lars, um, Jeff Joy and I traveled to Philadelphia on, on Thursday to go see CFFC 94 with Nick Alley and uh, John Piesma, who is managed by um, um, Full Contact Management, Lars and Travis, and I hold a, a, a stake in that also. Uh, we went to Philadelphia, drove there five, six hours, and we went to see C CFFC, a live card, Amazing card. First fights we've been to in over a year. It was amazing. It felt like uh, like life had uh, started again to be able to go watch a fight with fans in the stands. Uh, it was great. It was, it was fucking great. So shout out to, first of all, Jonathan Piersma. I'm just going to play a little photo montage of him uh, because he had a great win. Second round finish with the Uma Plata. Uh, submission first uh, second one in CFFS CFFC history John is now 2-0 with two sub finishes for CFFC he made his pro debut for them back in December he just took out uh, Tommy I can't remember his last name but this dude was 2-0 for CFFC big prospect for them and John um, first round was uh, kind of back and forth with the grappling. And uh, John took him out early in the second round to um, get his second finish, second win, second victory in the CFFC cage. So congratulations to, uh, to John Piesmar and full contact management, my buddies there for a huge, huge victory. Let me just get uh, a picture of... Do I have uh, a picture of us? That's just uh, the gang there. That's Travis, Lars, and <clears throat> myself. And the thing about bringing Jeff Joy down there, we brought him, of course, uh, because he's a good friend of ours. And he's managed by um, Full Contact Management. And we were taking him down to uh, meet some of the, the players in the organization, the matchmaker. Um, Helen, who does all the organization, organi organizes everything with the fighters, hotels, and all that other stuff, I guess, helps the matchmaker in the promotion. She was awesome. Um, so Jeff, uh, we're expecting Jeff to maybe make his pro debut for CFFC in July. We are shooting for July. I do th think they do have a card in the beginning of July. Uh, so with that said, uh, you know, it was a great, it was a great. Great, great fucking, uh, great night. And then we went to uh, a couple of steak places on the way, uh, Philly Steaks, got them. They weren't that good. I, you know, don't kill me in Philadelphia, but I, I wasn't impressed. I was not impressed by your performance. Not the best, um, cheesesteaks I've ever had, I must say. I must say. But I think it, maybe if I added that, uh, cheese whiz that they had, maybe it would have been a different story. Let me, uh, message Nick here and, uh, oh, we good. Oh, I messaged myself. All right. I, I, I messaged the wrong person. Yeah. Call in now. I'm sorry. I actually messaged myself on uh, Messenger. So uh, let me uh, let him answer and uh, and we'll be good to go. Actually, should I play his... Uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll play his ad before we have on. Richie Santiago, what's up, my man? Justin Smith, Justin Keenan. Fucking a lot of people on tonight, oh, man. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play um, his ad as I'm calling him. So uh, check it out. They have an absolute tournament coming. Another one 
Uh, this is not an Enigma tournament. This is uh, Northeast Combat Sports. Um, I think they're putting it on. Uh, we'll talk to Nick all about it. So let me play that. Saturday, May 8th, NE Combat Sports presents the 2021 Boston, Boston Open. Open. Five submission-only tournaments. Cash prizes for fight of the night and submission of the night. And finally... The rematch fans have been begging for between Chris Scott and Uncle Bobby McCarran. Available on demand next day on regionalcombatsports.com. All right, I got Nick. Wow, this worked out so great. I don't even have a fucking producer. But let me get Nick on here. Nick is up right now, but let me get him on uh, the, the phone. There you are, my friend. Welcome. What is going on, my man? What's going on, Steve? Nothing much. Hey, dude. Uh, welcome again, man. Pleasure to have you. Uh, we had a good time last time you were on, and uh, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff, man. But um, com- congratulations on everything uh, since that last chat we had, brother. Few, uh, few tournaments, a few events, and uh, a lot of a lot of action in between, man. So, how you been since that last time I talked to you, bro? Very, very busy. Um, but that's a good thing, right? Good problems to have. Uh, just kind of narrowing everything down, kind of like getting things more and more concise as we go along. Um, it, that's kind of just been been the, the state of things this year. Is kind of like just getting all of our ideas and getting them to like actually flow and make sense. So. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now. I just, uh, I had a meeting today with, um, like the state of Massachusetts health department, pretty much just getting everything together for the Boston open. Um, they needed like a COVID plan, just, uh, really, really vague things, but, uh, we're, we're good. We're well within regs. Um, just needed to like, make sure we were, we were good. I didn't want to announce anything until we were like confirmed, but we're all set. Um, still everything's good to go at alchemy, uh, May 8th. Uh, streaming next day on regionalcombatsports.com. Excellent. Well, let me throw that. I think I have I have that poster up. Uh, that's the May 8th Absolute uh, Tournament where uh, the Bobber is back. Yeah. My dude, the fucking ad you put together about it, man, who's doing the background uh, talking? It sounds like fucking uh, Mav Albert yeah. or something. I don't know. It's yeah, fucking... we, got, we got Big Mo on the mic from Sparta <laughs> FC. He's uh, way out in Wyoming. That was a contact I made during my brief stint in Denver. But uh, it was it was worth the trip just to grab that guy. I mean, he, he's great, super professional, does a great job every time. Uh, he's pr- he's probably gonna be the official voice of uh, our streaming site moving forward. Excellent, my man. Well, I got um I got the poster of uh the the six uh combatants here. Uh, let's talk about it because these are familiar faces. I've seen uh I think I've seen every one of those except Ryan at the the last Enigma event, correct? Or yeah, I, I believe so. Um, these guys are just super hungry now. I mean. It's kind of like it started off just out of necessity, you know what I mean? There wasn't really any alternative besides these small shows, but now it's kind of like it's taken off, and it's kind of one of these things where guys like understand if you're competing at one of these shows, you're not getting just like some guy that's doing the gi two, three days a week. Like these are guys that are you know hungry and winning at at these other shows. So I mean, people understand the value of it now, and they're they're coming out and like people are trying to get as as many uh sorry as many like live live matches as possible so it's kind of a nice way to do that for guys too because the stakes are pretty low um it's it's not like you know what i mean it's not like uh your ranking is, a, is affected by it but you yeah. do get really good live like live reps so i mean that's kind of where we're at and we're always trying to grow the roster so it's it's nice when new guys like ryan do step up and and try and step in um chad kelly too actually chad yeah. kelly stepped in for uh for jack stapleton so i don't think jack realized how many teammates he had in the same bracket so <laughs> He kind of stepped in last minute and then stepped right back out. So we have Chad Kelly. Uh, and, and, you know what I mean? That's that's kind of the goal is always to get, like, one or two new faces and just keep growing the roster. Excellent. So um, Jack is not in it. We have Chad Kelly taking Jack's spot. Yes. Uh, Jack's – well, what's Jack doing? Uh, oh, it's because his teammates are in there. I'm right, sorry. Right, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? The last day of Enigma event, he said he wasn't going to be in the absolute, and then I see him fucking uh, – Rolling in the at the, the end, you know what I mean? I'm like, nope, so you know, no, that's it. He's gonna be out. He's he's gonna be on the floor working the mic or something. Uh, do it. You're gonna put him to work. Uh, he actually has a rule. He doesn't go to events that he's not competing in. I'm not sure what that's about, but it's that's a Jack rule. That's always been a Jack rule. Excellent. So, I'm, uh, I'm gonna ask Jack. I'm gonna ask that rule. How he got that rule, man? So that's awesome, man. Yeah. So uh, I I did watch uh, them. Uh, 
Chris Dawson, he had a, a live on Instagram today just talking uh, a little jiu-jitsu. It was kind of cool watching him eat burgers. And that's that's kind of funny because Chris was going to fucking fight on Saturday yeah. night and, and, and he was Dude. eating a burger. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's he's super uh, super heavy. Last I checked, like I mean, he's been trying to put some size on, so it shouldn't be much for him to, to cut weight. He's just got to put the fork down. But I don't know what his fight's at. I mean, the guy he's fighting looks like he's pretty pretty jacked up. Yeah, so, I, mean, I I think it's a lightweight fight. And when he said that, I was like, dude, the fucking, uh, you know, you could fight at uh, you know, bantamweight if you want. But you know, he's stepping yeah. in there. You know what I mean? It's um, it's it's really cool, man. Last last minute, he's jumping in there, bro. I know that's that's kind of like been the state of MMA this past year, right? Just kind of like, hey, I got a fight in Florida. Like that's kind of what the people have been doing. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. And, you know, and shout out to him. Shout out to Nasi. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's one thing to like step up last minute for a fight down the street, but to like actually, you know, what I mean, like travel and do the yeah. weight cut like somewhere else and stuff. That's like, that's uh, that's risky business for your first fight. So I mean, just shout out to those guys. Just like stones on them, man. Excellent, like, man. Represent and represent. Well, yeah. we'll let. Well, I'm gonna talk to uh, Christos if uh, you know, if he gets done practicing and all that stuff. I don't know what he's doing at this moment, but I think he's gonna be calling from Enigma, I believe. With um, who's the gentleman that's gonna be traveling with them? So Nasi, Nasi's actually on our kickboxing card. Um, a lot of people don't really know who he is. He's kind of one of those dudes that like he's quietly been in the gym doing his thing for a while. Um. I've seen him do some pretty impressive things. Like he jumped into Golden Gloves maybe a year or two ago, and he is by no means a big, big heavyweight. I think he was just heavy at the time. But uh, stepped in there with a guy must have been six foot eight. Like <laughs> no, no hesitation. Uh, he's he's probably a natural. Like he should be fighting at probably welterweight, but I mean he's just a heavier guy, and uh, he's he's always looking for a fight. So it, it's nice to see him finally get it done. Excellent. Well, as you, you know, I'm going to jump around with you uh, for a little bit. But you you, yeah. met, you mentioned kickboxing, and he's on the kickspo- big, uh, kickboxing card that's going to be at um, Team Link. Shout out to Team Link. I'm uh, representing tonight. I got them Shout over here. Um, so I got the poster up. You uh, you sent me yeah. uh, you sent me something uh, you know a few minutes before we went live of uh, the the lineup here. I mean, not to jump the gun because we still got to talk about a little bit about that uh, absolute tournament, but. We got kickboxing on the horizon, and uh, we got some familiar names here, and it's happening at uh, Team Link, which is a great friends of mine, and I've been there many times. Yeah, I mean, actually, Nasi kind of set that up. He suggested I reach out to uh, Team Link to see if they would be interested, but I, I think it's kind of one of those things where I've had pro guys hit me up to try and get on this card. It's <laughs> just people are hungry. I mean, it's just like there's been a drought, like a complete fight drought, so guys are just looking for work any way they can get it. Um really trying to get more O and O guys. That's kind of the whole point of smokers. You know what I mean? Is to get guys some more experience. I have no problem doing some more experienced guys on the main card. Kind of, to, you know, like, I mean, when I was first coming up, it was always nice to see like a guy with five or six fights under his belt. And so like watch him kind of, you could just see like the, the lack of nerves and how comfortable he was like in that setting. And it, it's just good for the younger guys to see like, you know, this is what I'm striving for. So, um, yeah, if anybody's still interested, uh, O&O guys especially, hit me up. Um, I'm going to put up the bat signal right now. We need a heavyweight, uh, no more than 2-0, and but uh, a brave, light heavyweight that's looking to fight. We got a guy that's um, he's 1-0, super scrappy, super game. Um, anybody's interested in that, we got that fight. And also, uh, Connor Hughes needs an opponent at bantamweight. So uh, he's, he's itching to fight, preferably another jiu-jitsu guy, but, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things, like, uh, it, it, I always say like he's gonna be tough to pair with because like, despite him being so so green with kickboxing, he teaches um teaches like cardio kickboxing and stuff yeah. like that. So he does have good clean technique. It's just like not a ton of fights. So I mean, uh, if anybody's interested, anybody with some hands, hit me up so we can get Connor some work. Excellent. Uh, you know, on this feed, uh, punch in anything you can when you get a chance. Any uh websites, any uh links. Uh, just punch it on here, and uh, you know I'll take it from there and share it, and these guys will check it out because we had a bu- oh. we have a bunch of people coming and going, and tomorrow the, I I share this uh, live feed all over like to ten different group pages, so uh, it'll get out there, and then we'll take this clip out and we'll throw it on Instagram if anyone needs to uh, really get some info. But as far as um this, it's all kickboxing. You mentioned that you know these jujitsu guys going in there, they're kind of green. Some of those are the best fights. Right, I mean, right. I mean, that, that's kind of what happens is it becomes a, a matter of will, not skill. You know, it's just yeah. kind of like two guys, both are super well conditioned, so nobody's cardio is going to give out, and they just rock them, sock them robots. So, I mean, those are usually fun. And, like, 
I always tell guys too, if you're like on the fence, usually if you can stick behind a jab, you have a solid one, two, and you can like trade hooks with somebody, you're probably in decent shape. If you can throw a roundhouse, you're money. So I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then yeah, what are they, I, what happens? are they three minute or two, oh, three minute rounds, right? Three minute rounds, except for uh, Anthony Voss, uh, Miguel Sevison. Those guys are doing uh, five three minute rounds. Oh, that, them are veterans right there. So, um, yeah. big, big you got Chelsea Tucker in here. When I first saw it, she was. Okay. So, I thought is she, so, she, you, you got some bling that's going to be Chelsea, doing some interviews over here. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea Tucker is doing some interviews for us. I reached out to her. Uh, super excited to have her. Uh, I've seen her kind of just like kicking the shit out of girls locally, and yeah. uh, she did a post fight interview. She absolutely crushed it. I mean. I think it's kind of one of those things that's going to be uh, maybe like a little side gig for us. So we're hoping we can keep her around. Um, this one she's doing on the house. Hopefully if it works out, we can start giving her some money and she can be like a regular. But shout out to her for even like hitting me up and, you know, being interested in the deal. So Excellent. She's a, she's a great addition to it, man. Uh, you know, it's going to be lo- great. I I went to um, Team Link had a smoker. Uh, I want to say maybe two years ago, maybe under two years ago. Uh, it was a basement beatdown. <laughs> and and uh, I went to it, and it, you know it was just some of their guys from their gym and stuff, and a lot of fa- friends and family. It was a fabulous time, man. Just, just, you know, it's like an enigma thing. All these people, fans, come there, and it's like an intimate setting, and it's just really, really fun and uh, energetic to go watch when you haven't. Nothing's been really going on locally, you know. Right, and like I think there's always going to be a lane for this. At first, it was kind of like we needed to do this just because there was nothing, and like. Now that things are starting to open back up, it's it's not um it's not losing any steam. If anything, guys are still super interested in it. It's like like I said, you get all the all the same experience. It's just uh you know, just a different atmosphere. You're not sitting around all day and waiting for your for your time to go and you're not sucking weight and it's just it's just a totally different experience. Like it's a lot more intimate, it's a lot more uh I don't know, I've just seen ex- like from experience, I've seen guys like get off the mat and like it's not necessarily their coach they're they're talking to later on in the day. It's somebody from a completely different team that's giving them some advice yeah. or uh, just like kind of congratulating them on their performance and stuff. So it's just a completely different atmosphere. Like I think it's just because like a loss means so much when it's on your record and topologies involved. And like, this isn't really that it's more like for the community and for the culture of fighting. And it's just kind of guys like giving back because they take so much out of it. You know what I mean? Like train and you get all this uh, like, input i guess constantly so you always feel like you're taking it's nice to just like go do your thing give back put on a nice show for everybody and everybody has a great time so i mean i'm hoping these things keep on keeping on excellent man well let's get back to that that absolute tournament that's coming um is this a money tournament uh also what is this so what we're doing is this is our first open style tournament we're on smooth cops so pretty much anybody could sign up this time which is not something we've done in the past it's always been invitationals just specifically because we didn't want to have boring matches or we didn't want to have like just people with bad attitudes so um now that it's kind of established and people know like what the expectation is it's already a culture and already a vibe so like we figured it'd be good to just open it up for everybody but it's a uh, five submission only tournaments um all of them are eight man brackets we're gonna move through the day pretty fast and again like the state of massachusetts is working with us so we're trying to do uh basically like if you're fighting at uh, 145 you'd be the first wave of guys to come through then like the second wave will be 59 and, and we're trying to level up the uh the live show too so i think this one's gonna be a little bit different um in terms of like as a fighter so uh, we're working on like a locker room for guys like with a nice little warm-up area um photos isn't gonna be so so hectic this time we're actually going to have like solid uh solid photography going on everything's gonna be set up with a tripod way in advance so ideally this should be as smooth as it's ever been um i'm hoping we can have more guys and still not sacrifice on production because that's kind of the key with with this whole thing is like we're we're uh putting on these shows and like i hate charging guys but it is expensive to do it it is expensive for insurance and everything so i mean with this one event, we've been able to to buy mats, and hopefully we can start doing some more familiar venues like uh, Derry, New Hampshire, and maybe the Enigma Show, maybe the Tingsboro, just stuff like that. But, I mean, if we can keep doing the production and not sacrifice on that and charge guys less, I mean, it's kind of the best game in town. You know what I mean? Like, you're getting so much for your dollar versus $120, you get a medal and, you know, some shaky cell phone footage. So Exactly. Now, as far as the last, uh, the last event, man. What was the feedback coming out of that? And what? All right. So you're doing. I just want to uh, make this clear. You're New England uh, Northeast Combat Sports. You're putting this. You put these events on on your own, correct? Right. So me and Christos have, have worked pretty closely in the past. Um, I started with Madeleine, 
back in December. Uh, Christos has obviously been rock and rolling with Enigma, and kind of we're, we're not necessarily parting ways. I don't want to say that because obviously we're still friends. We still work together pretty closely. It's just kind of a uh, more or less we can do more dates if we work separately. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's pretty self-sufficient at this point. Like he kind of understands what needs to be done versus like that first one was a giant learning curve for me. And, and now it's like at the point where I have so much less on my plate because other people are doing things and we're able to put out so much more content. So um, that's kind of the plan is like just getting all these guys like self-sufficient. Like if any gym is interested, any anybody wants to put on an in-house tournament, like I can absolutely show you how to do it. It's not a big deal. Um, if you need me to come down and film it, I'll do that too. It's just uh, one of those things where like the, the more people doing it, the more normal it is, the better it is for everybody. So like, I, I just want as many guys doing it as possible. Like if you have nowhere to host it, like, I mean, feel free to throw it on my site. Like I'm always down to pay for the hours for people. So yeah, I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's rocking and rolling. So, I mean, that's kind of the plan is for me to just keep doing kickboxing and, um, Boston and New Hampshire opens while Christos does Enigma. I know, uh, I don't want to take too much away from him, but I know he's thinking about doing some more shows too. So hopefully, you know, we're, we're kind of, the takeover is real. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it definitely is dude. Uh, you know, the people are coming from, uh, you know, New Jersey, New York, making their way here. We're getting big names, uh, dudes that are in some major, major, uh, world tournaments, not just, uh, you know, regional tournaments that are coming to these, these, uh, tournaments you guys are holding. They're fun, man. I mean, we, We've seen some sights, uh, you know, the last couple that I've been at, at Enigma, you know what I mean? Um, you know, the last one, there was a lot of highlights, um, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, a, a lot of these guys and ladies are going to be back and they're going to be going at, at each other again, man. And, you know, some people that might have lost a match at previous uh, events, they're going to be going against each other down the line again. You know what I mean? So uh, it's redemption or it's, you know, it's. It's I mean, be the king of that 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 mat. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hate to use the example, but when you watch like like WWE, for instance, they only have forty guys, and they manage to keep it exciting every single time. So, I mean, the way I see it is like we have claimed to pretty much everybody in New England. So, and I mean, commuting distance in the Northeast, pretty much. So, like you said, we have guys coming down from New York and this and that. It's just such a great talent pool to work with, and I mean. It, we have like the ability to, to run batches back like pretty much whenever we want. I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things where like if people keep asking, we're, we're going to put them on like Bobby versus Chris. We had so much demand for that. I mean, like the, the first one was pretty, I mean, it was pretty back and forth that it, it kind of came down to the overtime and everybody knows BTC hasn't been doing great with the, the EBI rules. So, I mean, it, it's one of those things where like everybody saw the, the lane for Chris to finish. BTC always comes out and, masses to to their guys fights so i mean yeah like you said it's just super easy to just keep keep running it back and and building the talent pool and just getting new guys and i I think that's kind of the coolest thing about it is like i said you see like brown belts working with like blue belts and teaching them things at these shows and like kind of warming up with them and it's like nobody really looks at it like oh i don't i don't want this kid to get better they're like no i do want you to get better so i be able to work with you know what i mean they they want people uh people around here for these shows because it's like the better work you're getting where it doesn't matter, the better you're going to be on, on fight day when it does matter for your record. So, I mean, you can keep going to these small grappling shows and eating up on whoever's there, or you can get a, a good, you know, three, four fights in one day. And in front of, uh, you know, a crowd that's like honing in just on your match, you know what I mean? Like the spotlight is on you. Dude, uh, that last event, you know, I took clips. Now, here's here's the thing. You get you guys get more and more fans as you go because there's you know there's there's not much going on with the MMA so you know a lot of the MMA guys are doing the jiu-jitsu doing the combat jiu-jitsu so so many eyes are uh you know it's multiplying as each event comes that last event dude man the I the clips that I put on Instagram I don't you know I can imagine what you guys the feedback you got but they got there was BJJ group pages and just people analyzing uh, match footage and breaking it down, everything all over Instagram, dude. I was being tagged everywhere, dude. I'm saying tens of thousands of views for some of that footage there, man. It's fucking amazing. And what I'm trying to say is these eyes, man, I, I think I turned on probably a hundred thousand eyes just by, by them sure. their clips and never mind who else, who else was there sharing stiff stuff too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, it kind of speaks on like the, 
kind of the foundation we laid, right? Because like this isn't something that just happened overnight. Like it, it obviously these moments are going to keep happening, but like we've been growing steadily since day one. I mean, like we we understand like how to utilize social media correctly and how to basically like rally people, and that's kind of the thing with like. I mean, any combat sports is kind of, it's a promotion. I mean, it's multiple promotions, but it's also like this kind of built-in machine. You know what I mean? Like we're sharing stuff for guys and like, it's, it's a, it's its own community. You know what I mean? Like it, it really is a goal to like get inspired, get connected and get noticed. And like, that's really what, uh, what, what we're seeing from these things is like, guys will, will have like dominant performances and people don't actually see them. But like these clips go super viral yeah. because there's, you know, like you said, the spotlight's on you. There's a hundred cell phones pointed at you <laughs> at any given time. And there's, know this like actual broadcast footage to go yeah. along with it and uh you know you're gonna be sharing the mats like if you're just some some blue belt just trying to get a get a good match and you're probably gonna be sharing the mats with a high level black belt or somebody with like you know a name around here so it's it's definitely a great experience for everybody but yeah the the uh the exposure you get out of it is, is insane it's it's kind of um it's better than what we had hoped for honestly excellent my man well a couple more questions before i get to uh christos here making his amateur debut brother um as far as what you got coming on man you got this event uh on the eighth uh and then is there a gap and then the next one is the 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 kickboxing or you have something else that you're working on in there yeah always working on something (laughs) Um, we're taking april completely off uh june is going to be a big big month for us i'm doing the may one uh may 8th christos has an event i don't know the exact date i know it's in june um but that's the next Enigma event that I'm super excited for that. And then later on that same month, we have the kickboxing event. I think ideally what's going to happen is probably a meeting with like everybody, our camera crew, uh, Christos, myself, um, uh, Perry G photography, pretty much everybody. And we're going to set some dates. So uh, more or less like Christos and I can basically run like every single month and like maybe there'll be something at the beginning of the month and at the end of the month for guys and we'll get it offset. So it makes sense. And like, we're not saturating everybody with sub only events or like, there's a serious lack of kickboxing. We're going to try and get it. So it's like pretty routine and like everybody gets some, get some consistent work because you know, like there should probably should be a gi event that we're working towards and there should be uh, maybe a black belt only league and you know, things like that, the things that just make sense. So it's just a matter of time. We're just, like I said, we're getting more and more concise as time goes on and like realistically probably 2022 will be like completely rock and roll and autopilot. Just good to go. Excellent. Uh, a couple more questions. Um, uh, there's one on here that uh, someone asked, but I want to ask you a question before I ask this question. Then we'll get to uh, Christos. You, you mentioned um, the roster. You know, the yeah. roster is growing. Are you, you're probably already th- five steps ahead, but are you guys um, thinking of putting some kind of uh, statistical thing up for these, uh, for these uh, matches or these competitors that are, you know, they're, they're always competing. So, uh, you know, is right. there, there going to be some kind of record keeping that you guys might you, you might be uh, doing in the future? I think what we're going to start doing, um, probably behind the scenes, we're going to have a little ranking system purely for, I don't know how to put this. It's not necessarily a ranking system because it's not like, if you're number one or number three, it doesn't really matter. It's just like you've won your last however many fights. But it's basically a way for us to like kind of put guys into like a tier system. So if you're like, maybe you're a brand new blue belt and you haven't had a great run yet, or maybe you're like six seconds away from purple belt. Obviously those guys shouldn't cross paths, but like maybe the guy that's six seconds away from purple belt is, is ready for a guy that's been a purple belt for a couple of years. So we're trying to, trying to make some sense of it that way. Um, as far as record keeping, I think we're just going to use smooth comp. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, just because guys are going to keep signing up through there. So we'll just keep using it. But, uh, for the kickboxing thing, I mean, I, I would like to establish a champion. I would like to establish like, you know, this is like a real legit brand. Yeah. And I mean, I, I made it very, very clear to everybody. Like I, I didn't want to do it anywhere near Rhode Island specifically because of like, uh, you know, Mark Wisher and company. Like I, I kind of like what they're doing down there. It's something like, it's not really what we're doing, but it's something for guys to get work. So I, I'm kind of hoping he keeps doing that. And then like, it'll be like two completely separate brands. Like you got the black and red, you got the blue and white. Yeah. And you know what I mean? We'll, yeah. we'll have like, eventually we could probably cross promote. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you raise guys to like six and oh and i do the same maybe you know you know if the money's there the money's there so excellent man and money talks and uh you know the eyes are going to be on it man uh you know last question here i i, I already know it but erica uh valentin who trains at underdog and uh is uh a cousin of johnny lopez i do believe oh okay. uh, yeah yeah she does it she's awesome she's on uh, instagram and she's 
you know, trains kids and everything. She's asking, are you guys going to do any uh, amateur MMA in the future? Like, uh, I already know the answer. The future's kind of a uh, glim on that. But uh, let's hear your take on that. Um, so, like I said, the first, like, open-style tournament we did where we charged guys and, you know, you could just sign up on Smooth Comp, we were able to buy mats, like, real legit 16 by 16 mats. So, and, and again, that, like, we're charging guys $30. So, that like, that's it's peanuts. But, I mean... It's one of those things where, like, if if it keeps growing and we're able to, like, get to the point where we no longer have to, like, we're still in the startup phase, you know what I mean? There's still things we need to purchase, and, like, we don't want to be a lame show. We're trying to get lights and smoke machines, and, you know, you come out and oh, fireworks, if, if I had it my way. So we're um, we're definitely in, in uh, I guess, like, in works for MMA. The, the plan would be to secure a cage so we don't have to rent one and make sure, like, everything's in place. But, yeah, I, I think eventually, like, maybe five, ten years down the road, we're probably just going to have, like, the same way you can go to Walmart, you can go to any combat sports, and it's going to be, like, an establishment. Maybe not Walmart. That's a terrible example. Probably, like, a probably, <laughs> probably like a restaurant or, like, a bar type, type deal. But, like, you come in, you grab a table, and, like, there's just going to be mats or a cage or a ring or whatever we're running that night. But that's kind of my ultimate goal is to like kind of make it like a combat club, like several nights a week. So that, that's definitely what we're leaning towards. Um, as far as like being like a giant MMA promotion, um, I don't necessarily know about being like, I don't know how to put it. Like, I guess a cage Titans, that's not necessarily what I'm interested in, especially when there's like, you know, there's so many promotions around here that are doing it and doing it well. I, I think it's kind of like for me to jump into that model, it would be doing everything I said I was going to try and fix. Like, trying to get guys paid, trying to get like the culture a little bit better, trying to get the scene better. So, I mean, I, I, not throwing shade at anybody doing that. I just think there's, there's definitely a lane for me to be, keep doing what I'm doing. So, I mean, I, I don't think uh, anybody's going to be mad at me for, for making the regional scene that much better. Not at all, man. You're doing great, great things with your crew and uh, you know, everyone involved in, Oh, uh, any, uh, is there any uh, is there any investment opportunities to uh, invest in 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 this situation yet, or is uh, you, you you know what I mean? Is there investors? You talked about you still need to buy things and stuff. Yeah. Are you looking so, for investors or anything like that? I've had some people hit me up, and then I, it made me think too. Like, if I had a blank check, what would I buy? And I kind of realized, like, well, it's not really worth it for me to to give away a third of my company for a cage now when we could organically buy one in probably a year or two, you know what I yeah. mean? And like, I, I guess it'd be one of those things that I'd be interested if somebody was able to bring something to the table more than money. Um, purely because like money is going to come in time, you know what I yeah. mean? Like the product's good. The product's just always getting better. So I think it's just a matter of, like I said, it's a matter of time, but uh, if somebody was to show up and say like, Hey, I'm a broadcast specialist and I've been working for the MLB for the past six years and I can make your, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, can I, can put you, I can put you guys on on a on a bigger state. You know, put you. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, if you're if you're able to to bring some skills to the table, of course. Uh, financially, not super interested. But yeah. sponsors always. Um, shout out to DD214. Um, they're actually putting together like a fight kit for the the main event guys for the Boston Open. So I'm hoping it grows. If you guys are uh, looking to get some more of that, definitely go buy DD214 stuff. That's kind of kind of how it works. Like the more the more they sell, the more they're going to give back. So definitely go go support them as much as possible. Excellent, my man. Well, I'm going to flash a couple of pictures. Uh, throw out your social media, any info you want out there before I let you go and I get on uh, the 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 prodigy. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you guys are looking to compete, sign up on uh, Smooth Comp for Grappling. Apply on our website, regionalcombatsports.com, for kickboxing. Um, we're always looking for new people. So if you're like kind of on the fence and you're like, Oh, I don't know if they're interested. We're interested. Hit us up. Um, apply. Uh, I feel like I'm drawing a blank right now. Put me on the spot. Um, shout out to you, Steve, for everything you do. Always give me a platform to come out here and plug some stuff. Um, shout out to team link for giving us a spot to do kickboxing, alchemy, jujitsu for allowing us to use their spot as well. Um, Nick alley, Aaron Hughes, congratulations. Um, and yeah, shout out to Christos and Nasi for their fights coming up. 
Excellent. Yeah. Nasi, I'm so glad you said that because I can't, I, I could, listen, looking at the poster, I can't even make out yeah. his, make out his fucking name. I mean, it looks- TSA, TSA is just going to assume Christos and Nasi are going to Greece. It's, it's <laughs> Nasi, Georgiopoulos and Christos Papadelos. Like, oh my goodness. I'm like, but I, I mean, the way that, the way they did the poster, I couldn't even see his name. I'm like, I, not, it's too long, Steve. It's yeah, too I, long. not that I can't even, I can't even pronounce it. Never now, I can't even see it on the fucking poster. But anyway, um, Man, good for those guys uh, traveling to uh, Florida pretty soon. So, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. Give the all info. I will be at uh, the May 8th show. I will be uh, attending. And uh, hopefully I get some uh, good footage to throw back on Instagram and, uh, you know, help you guys uh, get more eyes on you, my man. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate it, as always. Thanks for having me on. All right, my man. Uh, you have a good night and uh, good luck with everything, bro. You too. Uh, yeah. shout, out to, shout out to Christos. Take home his ACL. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, later. All right, take it easy. All right. All right, let me uh, message Christos right now. Christos, you ready? Okay, I'm telling him now. All right. Let's get Christos. Hopefully this works. Yes. Yes. Batting a thousand so far. Batting a thousand. What's up? <laughs> Look at me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't have you on yet. Uh, you're out, you're live. I just got to get your picture on, man. You look fabulous, brother. What the heck is going Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Wait a minute, let me get your text up and shit. All right, we're good to go, my man. What is up, buddy? What's up, Steve? <laughs> hey, is this the MMA Christos? Is this, is this the no, MMA no. guy? The Christos that just fucking loves the U.S. <laughs> What's up, my man? You're heading to Florida, you brother. You're heading to Florida, man. What? I'm just ready for Florida, man. I love America, <laughs> and I'm ready for Florida. No masks, no nothing. Fucking USA in this whole dude. Dude, you're living the good life in uh, fucking New Hampshire anyway, man. You guys are like, when I went there for the Enigma uh, tournaments the last two times, it felt like the world had gotten back to normal being in that gym and just be around the people there, man. Um, let's talk about it, brother. Amateur debut, how did it all come about? It seems like it just happened uh, about eight days ago or so. You threw the news at me. Uh, let it go. How did this all come about? Yeah, uh, obviously Anthony Bosta fought for Vigilant about a month ago, I want to say. And he he basically told us like, man, that's awesome. You're getting fights, and he uh, he was like, man, I'm sure I'm sure the guy will be uh, you know, would be down to get you someone if I threw your name in with you know if there's enough time. So I reached out to him probably like three-ish weeks ago, I want to say. And I ha I mean I've been training MMA. Most of my MMA training uh, is, is done with Placido. Which, I mean, the, the kid has only been doing practicing MMA for for like a year, a year and a half. But man, when I tell you that, like, the quality of that kid's math time is just so much better than everyone else's. That the, the stuff he has me doing, stuff he has Jack doing, Jack Stapleton's been like a huge part of the preparation for this. Uh, I just feel like the quality of the math time I've been spending with with Placido and Jack is just just levels above everyone else's and uh it, at least the amateur level at least you know we're all still learning uh this game together you know none of us have really even have really even fought before but we have enough experience uh you know being around it and being in the jiu-jitsu world everyone was like oh wow you're, you're taking this pretty short notice and like that didn't even that didn't even really dawn on me until people started saying it and asking me about it because coming up in jiu-jitsu like you literally you go fight a tournament on like 20 minutes notice and it's not a big deal you're always training and we're always training so to me it didn't even feel like short notice it just felt like oh i mean yeah there's there's an opportunity i'll go take it so yeah man i'm, I'm excited uh you know like i said vasta kind of planted the seed by going down there first i hit up the promoter and the first guy he gave me i said okay it's at 55 i i asked for 45 he gave me a fight at 55 uh the first guy he threw at me so i said okay I don't want to turn anyone down, and I'm, I'm already on weight, man. I uh, the weigh-ins aren't until Friday. I'm already on weight. I don't have to cut any water. It's just it's fucking awesome. I feel so good, so confident. I'm so, I'm just so hyped. 
Excellent, my man. Well, dude, um, this kid you're fighting, he's making his amateur debut, I do see also. Anything you know about him? Is uh, is he from uh, a jiu-jitsu background, uh, kickboxing? What do you know? Anything about him? Man, I have no idea about this kid. I know, so I know this. The event that, the uh, the gym that the event is at is where he trains out of. So... I'm literally going in yeah. and with, I mean, don't get me wrong. We got a crew going down, man. We got like seven, eight guys heading down to Florida, New England's fucking New England's coming. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, it's definitely going to feel like hostile territory and I am very, very excited to, uh, to feel that and just kind of have everybody in that room silence after, after the finish. Excellent. My man. Well, was this something that, um, you know, was planned Were you, I mean, you've been in, you've been doing jujitsu crazy tournaments and holding your own tournaments and staying busy that way. But uh, was this like the timeline for you to uh, test yourself in MMA, or is it just that these cards are opening up now for uh, giving opportunity for amateurs? And uh, you know, now's the time. Like, or you know, did it happen all at all together for that reason? Well, obviously. Um... Obviously, stuff's not really opening up yet up here. I mean, I, I kind of lost all hope, to be honest. I think Cage Titans Combat Zone, unless they can make, like, the amount of money they want to make, they're not going to come back, which is fair. You know, that's their, um, you know, I'm not going to shit on anybody. That's their own thing. Uh, that's their own business. But, you know, for our, ourselves, I mean, the fighters, we got to do what we got to do. So if that means we got to fly out to fucking Japan to take amateur fights out, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Uh, I lost all faith in the promotions around here, man. I really believe that we just we're gonna have to go to states like Texas and Florida. Fucking where did Aaron just fight? Aaron Hughes, Tennessee, Tennessee, or something. yeah. Yeah, so we're we're gonna have to be doing that, man. These states just like are too small. No one gives a fuck. If I'm being frank, like you have a conversation with the commissioners in you know in Mass in New Hampshire, and it's like, oh well, yeah, no one no one actually gets paid, so no one gives a fuck. Like yeah. why would you? You know, so I I've lost all hope for you know, the situation around here. So we're just, we're just going to do what we have to do. Well, dude, you mentioned uh, seven or eight dudes traveling with you, but you do have another fighter uh, traveling along with you too. Is he in his caravan? Has he got his own mantra? Man. Is he, so, gonna, does he have his own mantra, you know, his own montage coming or, uh, you know, we kind of got, we, we, yeah, we put our entourages together. If that makes sense. <laughs> so I see a bad motherfucker. He, yeah, so I was having a conversation with him, I think, three days ago. You know, maybe it was even two days ago, the day before yesterday on the phone. And he just kind of called me kind of late at night. He was like, hey, bro, what's up? Like, how you feeling? You hyped? And we're just sitting there shooting the shit. And uh, he's like, man, I wish I could get a fight. Like, I've been wanting a fight for years. I just can't get one. And jokingly, I was like, man, I'll throw your name to this guy right now. And he goes, oh, will you please? Like, that'd be great. I was like man i mean i guess but like we're five days out yeah. like i don't think you know there's no chance i was like whatever just in case someone pulls out the day up because i know nasa he really doesn't give a fuck and lo and behold i, I messaged uh brandon lee his name is brandon lee as funny as that is <laughs> uh, and i was like hey man i got a buddy he's like 215 right now he's a blue belt one-on-one amateur boxing never fought before but he's a tough kid he's pretty good like you by any chance have someone for him i know it's late and he was like hold up are you for real i'm like oh shit here we go oh, i'm for real man so um so i guess the guy's opponent had dropped out like that day or the day before and he was looking for someone the guy's three and two yeah yeah he, uh, he had two losses he was oh and two then he bounced back got two finishes then a, a decision so you know the, the guy's been in the game for a little bit he's been fighting i think he had his first fight 2016 or 2017 so he's been doing it a bit and uh, this is how fucking crazy Nasi is, Steve. Listen to this. I said to Nasi, all right, bro, hold up. I'm going to send you his topology page. That way you can look at him a little bit. He goes, nah, bro, fuck that. I don't care. It's too late for that. <laughs> I, bro, you don't want to know the guy's name? He's like, nah, it's just too late for that. I'm like, that's okay. That, that's fucking awesome. And here's an, I mean, he's, um, you know, he don't give a shit. Uh, it, it says he has, uh, bo- like, some boxing, uh, Boxing He's on the gloves, yeah. He's on the golden gloves. He won his first uh his first fight by uh TKO and then his second fight he got his nose broken and the doctor stopped the fight. 
So he's one and one technically as an amateur boxer when he did the gloves, uh, and that's because he couldn't, you know, get an M- MMA fight at the time. But he's been wanting to fight for years, man, and it's all come like to this. <laughs> I, I said to him, or my buddy Connor said to him the other day, he's like, "Nasi, you want to do cardio?" He goes, "Why? It's a three minute fight. <laughs> fight. It's a nine minute fight." Nasi yeah. goes, "It's a three minute fight." <laughs> So I'm, I'll be, I'm more excited that Nasi's fight than I am for my own man. I'll be a hundred percent, like fucking. I'm hyped to see Nasi go at it, the and, Greek freak. Yeah, man. Uh, he was, you know, he's a sport because, uh, dude, as you know, uh, the, you know, I've been talking to the, the uh, vigilant uh, off to the side. Uh, I mean, they're excited about New England guys, uh, you know, heading heading down there, and uh, you know, you saved the fight and you took a fight at the last notice. Uh, the, you know, he's been, uh, messaged me and he sent me your poster and, uh, your buddy's poster there, but the, your buddy's had the wrong fucking gym on there. So yeah. I'm like, you know, I got it late last night. So I just posted it and I tagged him in it. I didn't even know we were friends on Facebook. You know what I mean? So I went to tag, I said, Oh, we're friends already. So I tagged him and all of a sudden I wake up in the morning and fucking, I see, uh, you know, the flow, the, the, the flow, uh, yeah. flow BJJ yeah. coach there saying he's not one of my guys. So what happened with that was uh, I was talking to the promoter and there was a mix up because he saw I trained a team flow. So he thought I rep team flow. Therefore, all my buddy reps team yeah. flow, but obviously not the case. He trains out of Henzo's. I train out of team flow and obviously Enigma. Um, so yeah, stupid little mix up, but I'm, I'm glad they, they got it fixed. Hey, they got his name. They spelt his name right. I said that to him. He was like, he didn't, he didn't find that funny though. I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was too late by then. You must have woke up. I mean, dude, you I mean, you having your own gym and being part of gyms, that's something that doesn't go over well with fighters when they don't get their camp or their gym right or if they spell their name wrong. And it, it's totally like, you know, you know, expected, man. You want your shit up there, especially your first MMA fight. But I have to say Vigilant came back and they fixed the poster right away. Some yeah. some been, don't, don't, been awesome. Been yeah. like some don't, some don't some don't even fix the poster. Like, ah, well, it's already up there. I paid for the ad, you know. It's a, but you know, he sent me a, a new one. You sent it to me, and uh, you know, it's all good, man. Now we're gonna see two of our fighters go down there, and uh, smash. So, my man, um, what are you looking to do in there? You looking to snap a leg or punch a head off? I mean, uh, like, what kind of work are you looking to get in there, man? Uh, I, you know, I know you've you've been around MMA fighters, you know, your whole time rolling. Uh, you, you train with them cross training man so they must have smacked you in the face here and there what do you what are you expecting to do in there and what do you want to show in there uh saturday night i mean i don't think it's really a secret what i want to do <laughs> i um you know most of my submission wins in grappling competition recently have come you know by, by heel hook which is obviously illegal in amateur mma unfortunately i believe toe holds are also illegal not that i attack toe holds all that often but I mean, I'm going to try to sneak a leg attack in there, you know, if, if I see an opportunity. Uh, I would love to win with a leg attack, but, you know, I'm not going to force anything. I'm going to I'm gonna play my cards right, and we, we have a really, really specific strategy we're going to follow. And I mean, we, we put this together in the span of, like, four or five days. You know, I can only imagine what we, what we can do with three months with proper strength and conditioning, with proper, you know, coach for this and this and this. Yeah. It's just... I'm I'm blown away by uh, what what Placido has been able to put form you know together for me and like I said literally four or five days uh, and again you know Jack has been coming through every day and getting these sessions in with us like I said man the quality of our mat time is just levels and levels above everyone else's that it just brings my confidence to a, to a completely different level. So I would imagine that's your two corners right there. You have uh you have play yeah. So uh, yeah. I I did see that Placido uh, he had some uh, he's got some um, what's he got seminars going on too so he's getting some work uh, as he's heading to Florida. Yeah, so I mean he put it out there that he's going to be in in the area. Um, we're going to be there until Sunday. If anybody in the Florida area is interested in privates with the kid, I mean, like man, you're you're not going to uh, get get like I, I would rather do a private with Placido than like Hoist Racy, and I'm not even shooting you when I say that uh, the guy. You know, like the guy's a purple belt under John Danaher for a reason. John doesn't give out belts uh, like that, you know. So, you know, 
and, and John has literally come out on online and said, like, if you know, if you have the opportunity, you should, you should, uh, you should take it to learn from Placio. He's one of the, you know, uh, fastest improving members of their squad. And he, he's just fucking unreal, man. So if you are in the Florida area and you're around Naples specifically, uh, definitely DM Placido to, to try to get some privates in or, or at least one while you're down the wall. He's down there. It's uh, well worth the money, well worth the time. Excellent. Is this going to be his first opportunity to corner uh, someone making their amateur debut? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. That's, so it's a special fucking night uh, all around here, brother. I think uh, it's a first for all of us, man. Yeah. Like, it, it's a first in that it's an MMA fight. It's not a first in, in the process, though. Yeah. We've done this a million times with IBJJF tournaments, with the Vegas one I did, with, like, it's not anything new. You know, we've done that. We've done the whole trip before. We've showed up. We've competed. We've won. Um, it, it's it's nothing new, man. Literally nothing new. The only variables that are different between the fight and what's happening in the training room are the ones that don't matter. And I think that's something, that's a fact that like a lot of uh, fighters, especially amateurs, even uh, I know a lot of people in the jiu-jitsu world like that too, that tend to forget and neglect the fact that, again, the only variables that are different are the ones that don't matter, right? We have all these fancy fucking lights and there's some music playing, there's some people watching, but at the end of the day, those variables don't mean shit. Right, so when you're good at keeping those, you know, those thoughts in check, you're set, man. Like you fear fucking nothing, and it just feels amazing. Excellent, my man. Well, your confidence level is up there. Uh, it, it shines through, brother. You're doing great things in and out, of, in and out of the cage, on and off the mat, uh, dude. You're doing it all. So you know you should be proud of every aspect of your life, man. Uh, at this point, and coming out of COVID. And just excelling in, in everything to do with your goals, brother. It's amazing to watch. And, uh, you know, congratulations on moving, man. I mean, you, you you sent me beans. You know when uh, you said, when you hit me up on uh, IG, he goes, I got, I got some beans for you. I thought it was going to be uh, you had like some uh, uh, combat jiu-jitsu uh, matchup for, uh, for uh, it's in June, correct? Yeah, yeah, Jesus. yeah. I thought I thought you had some beans in, and then you go, I, I'm fighting MMA, the fucking on the tenth. I went, what? Where? 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 Was that? So it was fucking. It was a real special uh, thing to hear from me, knowing that that was something, uh, you know, a, a goal of yours that you you really wanted to have, and I, you know, to be honest, I didn't see it happening with how well you were doing with the jujitsu and the tournaments. I didn't think you were gonna get an MMA fight in uh, this quick, but man, you're doing it on all aspects, bro. You asked about the timing earlier too, and uh, I mean, honestly, I didn't mean, I didn't think like anything was gonna come up. To be honest, that's why I wasn't expecting the fight because I didn't think there was gonna be an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was staying ready. I was, I was training every day almost. Uh, not MMA every day. I was training jiu-jitsu every yeah. day, but still keep doing the MMA work. Uh, a, a lot of it with Placido. In the past couple of weeks, obviously, you know, we're gonna ramp it up. Yeah, but. Never stopped training. I never stopped training through this whole thing. Obviously, never stopped training jujitsu. But the MMA, like people are like, oh, has he even been like striking? Like, yes, I've I've been getting my shit in, and uh, I have a few tricks up my sleeve that that we uh, we have planned. You know, expect to see some things that you you won't expect from me. You know, I, I plan to you know to play some games in there, uh, but you know, ultimately ultimately play to my strengths, of course. But yeah, man, the timing, it was just, the opportunity came up and I'm already training and literally the guy told me, oh, I have someone for you. What am I going to say? No, yeah. you know, I was, I wasn't going to fucking say no. You know, I, I already had signed up for Nogi Pans, which is like two weeks later or three. Yeah. I think it's two weeks. No. What is it? I don't know. Pans is like two or three weeks after, uh, the fight and then. We got the Miami Open the following weekend. So we got a pretty busy schedule. Placido was joking around with me the other day. He's like, man, you're trying to put fucking Shamaya <laughs> Like, calm down. But it's true. Like, you know, if I go in this fight, you know, everything goes as planned. I don't take any damage. It's, it's like the same thing to me, man. If I, you know, if I don't get, you know, rocked or, or take a lot of damage, uh, I'm ready to go next weekend again. I know they have another card May 1st. You know, as long as this, this weekend goes according to plan. I love the fight May, but... Like I said, Pans is like right around that yeah. time, so it's tough. But 
we got a busy schedule. It fit into the schedule. It gave me enough time to st- still, like, switch back to full-time jiu-jitsu training for, like, the next couple weeks, you know, because I haven't stopped the, the yeah. jiu-jitsu. I'm still getting my all nogi sessions in. But, you know, now it's been, you know, the training's been a little bit more specific to MMA and less nogi the past couple weeks. But right after this fight, it'll probably be, you know, all nogi for a couple more weeks, get through Pans, get through Miami, and then it's going to be uh, MMA full-time. Like I said, whether I have to fly to fucking Florida <laughs> or California, I don't give a fuck, man. I, I really want to win an amateur title this year. I'm going to put the right people around me. Which I, you know, I've started, and I've done a great job so far. I'm going to continue to do the same thing, and I'm, I'm going to try to win belts this year. That's the goal. Excellent, my man. Well, a couple more questions before I let you go. Brother, uh, as far as the fight itself, it's going to be streamed live on Fight TV, I do believe, right? Um, yes. So you can watch this, and of course, I mean, you know, they'll... You know, we're going to have little clips here and there. You do have an entourage going there. So uh, we'll be able to see little clips here and there of it. But I know when you come back, uh, we're going to schedule to have you and uh, Jack come down to sit with me in the podcast. And maybe we can have some guys call in. Maybe you can have uh, your coach there uh, call in and talk about the experience and uh, how you did in there. You know what I mean? From his eyes. So it'd be a, oh, yeah. it'd be a really good podcast, you know, to, to get your, uh, your you know, your your intake and uh what 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 went on down there uh last thing my friend you're fighting at 155 which uh where where do you want to sit where is uh where do you think your future is if you know you get that proper camp and uh you know you're fighting regularly uh if if i have three months uh 35 45 or 55 oh so you're all right so but but ideally i mean you're gonna wreck people at a lower weight uh just yeah. like for, like to win an amateur belt at 35 and 45 and you know if like maybe for my last amateur fight like if i wanted to take time you know and if i could get the fight to win a 55 belt as well that'd be sick i'm not you know i'm not stuck on fucking amateur belts man like it's just a cool thing to win but it doesn't it doesn't mean anything like that's the thing people neglect the fact also like i could fly down this weekend and get my ass kicked and like it literally doesn't matter it's an amateur fight what matters is like i get the rep in you know exactly uh, Get better at the process every every single time we do it and uh we're gonna learn a lot from this you know i'm i'm, I'm sure not everything is gonna go according to plan and we're just gonna use this opportunity to just get better at the process and make the process more efficient excellent my man uh last thing before i let you give you shout outs and social media but everyone knows christos at this point um but uh what was i gonna fucking ask i fucking totally forgot uh, Jesus Christ, I forgot what I was going to fight. It wasn't, it wasn't anything big, but I lost my train of thought. So give you a shout outs in, uh, social media and I'll think of it while you're saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, man, just like, thank everybody. Uh, it's, it's kind of in my corner right now. I've got so many like texts and, and calls this week, uh, wishing me luck from people like from high school and stuff saying crazy, you're like, Oh, put Peabody on the map. Like <laughs> kids I haven't heard from in like. You know, two three years hitting me up, uh, letting me know that they're they're gonna be watching. They're stoked, so it's pretty cool. Um, you know, people like I grew up with and kind of and kind of just haven't haven't seen in a while are hitting me up, and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be watching. So it's cool that you know a lot of people are gonna be watching from home. Uh, I just want to say, th- you know, thank you to you know students at Enigma Jiu Jitsu, of course. Uh, you know, uh, freaking like Kai Daniel, my dad has been training like a shit ton, man. My dad's getting pretty good. His guillotine nice. is getting 30, man. Yeah. Just turned 50 years old. He's got the best guillotine in the gym. <laughs> so thank you to him. You know, without without my dad, obviously none of this is possible. Uh, or, you know, it's, it's much more difficult. So he, he makes a lot of this stuff possible. So thank him. My girlfriend, she's awesome. Super supportive. My sister, uh, just my family, my fucking dogs, man, comforted me at home. Literally just, man, like... Yeah, every all my family. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm just. I feel so blessed, man. I have all these people in my corner. I feel so fucking blessed, dude. You're doing great things, man. Uh, you know, people respect you. Uh, you know, not only for your uh, worth ethic, ethic in on the mat and getting this fight in, but the shit you're doing for the the jujitsu community. And uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're you're giving us action, bro. It's all good. So. Before I fucking forget my train of thought, last question, brother. Since we're MMA now, uh, you know, is there... And Placido, I don't know him personally, but he seems like a fucking... A, a, like, 
he has fun with you guys. He's he's funny online. Like, yeah. you're like, I thought he was all, like, serious. Like, you know what I mean? You got this Dan and her fucking prodigy guy over here. You think he's all business. But he busts your balls totally on fucking line all the time. So it's great. But last thing before you say it. Is he going to come out with a nickname? You need an MMA nickname now. You got the flag around you. You got the glasses. Ah, uh, man, I don't think so. I fucking love my name. So <laughs> I think I'm going to I think I'm going to stick to my name. But yeah, man, Placido is fucking ruthless, man. The, the worst feeling on the planet at Placido Santos mentioned you in his story. That is the fucking worst thing ever because you know he just fucking wrote some crazy shit that everyone's going to laugh at. <laughs> Hundreds of people are going to Exactly. Speak. Well, that last, that last Enigma picture you guys got razzed on pretty good where you guys look like a Chippendale fucking poster. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? that picture when you guys had all your you guys though you guys all had your shirts off. Pearl flexing? Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> it's all over you guys. That's awesome, man. All right, my man. Uh when do you take off? When do when do you uh hit the plane? Tomorrow five thirty. So I dude, I am ready for Florida. Jesus I'm ready to fucking go. You going just like that? You 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 waking up and you're getting on the plane just like that? That's right. Weigh-ins Friday. I don't know if they're going to be live stream, but obviously the fight's going to be streamed. Fight TV. Yeah. I think it's 20 bucks, which is not, I mean, it's whatever, you know, there's going to be a good night of fights, but, uh, you know, it's better than paying fucking 65 for the UFC. So exactly. And two guys from new England making their amateur debuts and, uh, dude, man, there's not much action going on and, uh, we need to watch this bro. So brother, man, thank you for coming on right before you get taken off on the plane, man. You look great. You're confident. Uh, dude, all the respect to you, man. Uh, you're one of my favorites, and we always have a good time chatting and uh, when we get together. So, uh, when when you come back uh, a couple of weeks after uh, after this win, after you get this hand raised, come down with Jack, and we'll talk about uh, you know this the next tournament you guys got going on. Absolutely, Steve. Yeah, we got to have you back on soon on Papadello show. Oh, definitely, my man. Definitely, man. Definitely. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my voice sounds so much better on your fucking podcast. It's a deeper and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my I man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go, get some sleep, and uh, you know, rest up, man. All the power to you this coming weekend, brother. And I'll see you when you get back. We'll be watching, man. No rest for the wicked. God bless America, Steve. All right, later, my man. <laughs>